Hi everyone, this is Rachna and I'm really happy to announce the first episode of my podcast, Real Time with Rachna. Welcome you all. I'm happy to publish my interview with my very own mentor, Mr. Nisar Nadia Dwala. Uh, just to introduce Nisar sir quickly, he is a trainer in communication and presentation skills and he has hosted uh, hundreds of sessions to help youngsters express their ideas, uh, reasons and content before the audience. He has been an eminent figure in the area of public speaking and he's been honored with being chosen as top writer 2018 for quora.com. So his questions and uh, guidance to me have always been thought provoking. Recently over a few conversations he just threw some questions on me and when i answered he was convinced that okay these ideas and answers might be really useful to many young graduates and professionals who are trying to plant their feet in the industry so uh, when he had a few relevant questions uh, and i could answer so i thought you know i have tried to answer all these questions on uh, this podcast for you all and you might uh, find it interesting and useful uh, to refer to these I welcome all of you in this series of podcast or hum we'll be discussing about the freshers and I know that many of you have come out today graduates and some of you chartered accountants and this is the season of graduation and that is what we are going to discuss because now you will be stepping in the world of jobs nokriyon ke duniya mein aap kadam rakhne wale hain you will be stepping in the world of jobs now the question that will arise I have Rachna Srivastava with me and she has been a consultant for many people Rachna should I go for a job in a big company with a lesser salary or should I prefer a small company with a bigger salary this is a question which you know haunts the minds of many freshers because there is nobody to guide them can you please guide us This is a very subjective question so and uh, greatly depends on what really the candidate is looking at so if you think that you have strong skill set for the role and uh, you're keen for growth you may just prefer to join a small company or in fact the size of the company really doesn't matter here in such scenarios what happens is you have an expert skill set so which you've been able to earn over a period of time during your internship or uh, other projects so your growth might be just instant in the company and you might not have a bigger team to fall back to offer your support uh, but this has an advantage too you know this might bring you more visibility and whereas uh, for those who feel that they need to develop their skills they might just go a little steady for you perhaps a smaller role in a bigger company is a better choice you have a team to support your seniors to learn from your several fallback options are available to you so though the growth will be slightly low paced but you would certainly learn you would you would learn a lot you would learn tremendously thank you very much for the clarification and i'm sure that most of the listeners and freshers would be getting some encouragement after listening to this answer now the second important point is uh, will i get a job and this is a concern this is a worry even if you are a big degree holder or a topper in ca or mba uh, will i get a job even if i am influential these days it is very difficult to get a job because everybody is using their influence to get jobs and for jobs you require many things you have to be in a metropolitan city 
you can't be in a B town and there are many people who are in B towns. How do they get jobs? So this is a worry. Will I get a job? The fear or the anxiety amongst the candidates who come from rural or remote backgrounds is real. Decision is again a reality, but another reality is that for skilled candidates, there is always a right job. I have again and again talked about communication skills, soft skills, professional grooming, adaptability. See, these are some skills which are critical to survival today. Especially in context of professionally qualified candidates, I've seen many of them struggling to articulate a simple idea just for sure lack of effective communication skills. So all these can be developed and learned over some practice and uh, perhaps by devoting some time. It's more about becoming industry ready rather than just qualifying your exams. So you must start understanding your strengths, your interests, try and research the kind of jobs that uh, you would be interested to do. See if your skill set you know, matches the skill set required or you perhaps what, what is required to develop, what, what do you need to develop around it. And once your technical as well as other skills are commensurate to a requirement, there is no reason why you would not have a job. So I meet recruiters and HRs uh, by virtue of my job every day almost who are struggling to find candidates with uh, suitable skill sets. So it's uh, more about, you know, it's, it's just about the right match. The question arises now, how to look for a job? I'm motivated now from your answers, but how do I look for a job? Most of the people are looking for jobs on LinkedIn. They are blindly just posting, circulating their CVs on emails, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, Instagram. But uh, are these the right methods to get jobs? How do I get a job? For example, I am a chartered accountant in a B town, not in a metropolitan city. How do I look for a job? Are these websites which offer placement services are really genuine and guarantee jobs? Because people even charge now for registration fees. So how do I get a job? That's one of the concerns and a confusion in the minds of many freshers and also those who are leaving their jobs. They need to know how do I search for a job? Sir, I like the part of the question where you said not where but how to look for a job. So I understand that this is Generation Z. They all are millennials. So now everyone knows where to look for a job. There are portals, there are networking sites. Now more relevant part is how to look for a job. While there are campus placements etc being organized by ICAI or by for recently qualified chartered accountants, cost accountants or say other professionals. Of course, not all can be absorbed there or all not all will be absorbed there. So the second part starts, you know, the second phase starts the struggle or say, you know, the next challenging phase, which is about finding the right fit or the right job. So by virtue of my work, um, I've been a trainer and a uh, you know coach for a long time. So I come across several CVs, cover letters every day almost. And I'm amazed to see that the Resumes have spelling errors. They have they're full of grammatical mistakes. So you know the problem with the language is understandable because for most of us in India, uh, English is our second or perhaps the third language. But now 
Attaining proficiency or enhancing the communication skills is the biggest milestone. You all must know how to leverage internet, search engines, etc. to your favor. Your cover letter should be clear and precise. Use keywords which are relevant to the job. It should not be just, uh, you know, uh, keywords should not be floating all over your uh, um, resume or say your cover letter. It should be ATS compliant. You know, you have to give some description also if you're using the keyword. So you must sound enthusiastic. Stop putting generic subject lines like uh, my CV or say just your name or, you know, for this job, my uh, uh, curriculum vishay. Mark it clearly with your name and the job description. Never attach a cover letter. It must form the body of your mail. Similarly, for your uh, resume, use a proper career summary. Focus more on the skill set that you can offer. Highlight your achievements and the ways in which you can add value. So you, you should follow KISS, you know, keep it simple, stupid. So uh, keep it understandable, keep the font very legible and it should not look congested. Be well-versed with your resume. That is most important. Practice some common question when you know that you have to appear for an interview and you perhaps are aware of the job description. You must practice some common interview questions. Keep your mind ready and alert to answer some questions around your interests, your um, introduction, talk about yourself, these kind of questions. So prepare well in advance and all these kind of common questions can be fairly, uh, you know, practiced. Don't fear the interviewer. That is another very important thing. If you have a language issue or perhaps if you're fumbling, you may just seek permission to answer the particular question in Hindi. Perhaps you'll be more confident and comfortable. So it's all about your adaptability, your flexibility, your abilities to learn and being confident in offering what you have learned. So extend your preparation beyond books while you're preparing to be industry ready. Practice is the best way to reach where you want to be. The job of a chartered accountancy is a very confidential job. He knows the weaknesses of a company he's working for and he knows the income, the loan facilities and many, many things. He's even aware of the person, the people, staff's weaknesses, financial weaknesses I am referring to. So normally these big companies and other small companies also, they prefer to hire those accountants who are trustworthy. That is my personal experience. Even when my father was looking for an accountant, he said, Nisar, we require a trustworthy person. So that means you need somebody to tell on your behalf that he's a trustworthy person. In other words, you need to be influential person. Now, is it possible for a chartered accountant to get a job? Just tell us in a plain verse, what is this metaphorsis of influence? What is this phenomenon of influence? You are right, sir. This is one profession, but it's fulcrum being ethics, compliance and professional conduct. So you would have noticed that uh, finance has remained and shall always be one of the most regarded professions. While yes, it is a fact that metamorphosis is a process and a newly qualified professional gradually develops into a finest world-class professional, it is noteworthy that um, you, know, you would definitely find CAs, CMAs, CSs as one of the uh, most professional breed. 
Even as students, the curriculum ensures their sincerity and dedication along with thorough technical knowledge. Uh, CA is, for example, you know, Chartered Accountancy is one of the finest courses for finance professionals and it provides a strong base to the candidates. Uh, we have a three-year-long internship which uh, uh, ensures, in fact, the subjects like professional ethics which are included in finals, huge syllabus, they're included in the curriculum to ensure the thorough understanding of professional standards which is anticipated across the industry. Just yesterday, I received a very emotional question. There was a man, he's a graduate in a chartered accountancy. And he was discussing with me and he said, there is a job cutting even in Dubai. And people are not offering me a good salary, but I have a family to run. I've been unemployed for past two months. Should I accept whatever salary I get? Now, this man, this particular case study, it can be same for millions of people that should somebody accept the salary whatever he or she gets normally what happens is that when we are looking for job people frighten us and when we are doing our studies people encourage us that you study you get a good job when we get good grades we pass and look for a job they frighten us that there are no jobs so you know to make a compromise and to get running the kitchen running whatever salary is good or should i not bargain and wait First and foremost important thing here is to understand what is a good salary. Industry standards play an important role here. And believe me, sir, I'm uh, you know putting some facts here which are directly coming to me from HRs and the industry that your salary will always be commensurate to your active skill set along with your technical knowledge and experience. So, you know, as a fresher, there are several aspirations about salary, about a dream job. But I wonder how many candidates really also care about the requirements of the employers and the hiring managers. They also, you know, these hiring managers or say perhaps the employers, they also anticipate, they also require a basic skill set from a prospective employee. I've seen many high potential candidates who are technically superior, but tremendously lack communication skills and soft skills. And that's why they find it very difficult to find a suitable profile in the industry. See, everyone aspires to get into big four organizations, um, investment banking sector, core finance profiles. But at some time, candidate must consider the requirements around such profiles and they must start working on developing such skill set. This is more uh, you know, relevant to finding a job. It's uh, not only about relevant experience, it's mostly about what interests you and what are your natural strengths. You automatically tend to perform well in such domains. Uh, just to be very precise, best time of one's career is after two to three years of relevant work experience. Then they are able to find profiles which are commensurate to their skill set, both in terms of work as well as the pecuniary benefits. Never panic in uh, the situation of uh, any crisis. One must not panic if you are a chartered accountant or perhaps a cost accountant. The question is never going to be about your kitchen fire, but it would always be about cracking it big and realizing your dreams. Thank you, Rachna. Thank you for being with us and giving us your wide advice. And I'm sure our audience also must have enjoyed and learned a lot from this series. And we will be giving more information on our podcast. 
प्लीज कीप इन टच विद अस फॉर नोइंग मोर अबाउट करियर्स जॉब्स एम्प्लॉयमेंट्स एंड अदर थिंग्स रिलेटेड टू योर प्रोफेशनलिज्म वंस अगेन आई थैंक यू ऑल निसार नडियाडवाला विद दिस आई शैल कंक्लूड आवर फर्स्ट एपिसोड हियर थैंक यू सो मच मिस्टर निसार नडियाडवाला I appreciate your time and I'm really grateful to you for bringing in the much valued perspectives and appreciated questions to the audience as well as the young professionals who are looking forward to join the industry soon. And I really hope that with these questions and answers we've been able to resolve some of the concerns and confusions around jobs and aspirations to all those who are now looking forward to uh, plant their feet in the industry. So do join us for more such interesting conversations on my podcast. Be with you all soon. Take care and thank you.